When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is the Armchair Cricket Podcast. Hello all. Welcome to another episode of Armchair Cricket Podcast, a podcast focusing on test cricket by armchair critics of the game. I'm your host, Ajit. In today's episode, we have a cricket fan uh, whom I've been interacting with on Twitter and other uh, platforms for a while. Hello, Jay. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Ajit. Thank you so much for having me here. Well, it's my pleasure. First of all, I mean, before we get into the games and such, I always ask my guests about it. And now coming from South Asia, it's not much of a surprise potentially. But uh, what brought you to cricket and what's kept you here? It's it's in my veins. Um, like it, I've been introduced to this game by my grandfather. And uh, I remember VVS Lakshman was like my sort of my player. And it's just like it, since every uh, Indian loves uh, watching, it's a, it's a sport. We have, it's, a, uh, it's a good sport that... We sort of love following and we have a big passion for uh, this game. So, um, yeah, it's and 2011 World Cup was like a major, um, this like it, since then I have been following regularly. Before that, I was like still growing up and, you know, it was not like I was not much into uh, the sport. But 2011 World Cup was seriously changed my, um, like it brought me much more closer to the game. Good to hear. And uh, Lakshman, well, that's he's also one of my favorite cricketers. And I'm Absolutely, always yeah. uh, happy to talk to anybody who's a Lakshman fan. But yes, you know, before we go away from Lakshman, what do you think of his coaching so far and his work with the Indian team in the background? Uh, now he's the coach in the T20A squad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like he was, uh, like I've been following his uh, his stint with the Sunrisers Hyderabad, I think. Um, I think he, he has done a pretty good job. He knows um, a lot of, uh, he has a good, he has a good cricketing brain and um, I am pretty sure that he must have taken a lot of things from uh, others as well. Like he was, he was there with Murli Dharan, he was there with Tom Moody. Um, I think he has a good brain and um, I, I, uh, hopefully we will do better under his uh, brain. You know, it's a tough question to ask. Is he just keeping the seat warm for his friend Dravid or do you think he'll make some useful contributions? <laughs> I'm sure he'll bring something to the game as all coaches do. Um, but I think it's mostly about, uh, like, I, I can only share my perspective as a fan. Um, but I think he'll just keep it very simple. He'll, he'll, he won't uh, overcomplicate it. He'll just try to um, get go along with the flow and just try to give his um, inputs here and there. Nothing too complicated. Mm. Nah, sort of, that's also a good thing. Uh, but yeah. what we have as a setup, the Indian coaching setup and the sort of the processes these guys follow is pretty solid, one could think. They have some good results. I mean, there are hiccups here and there. We were talking off air. Yeah, see, um, I think we have always been doing well. It's not it's not about, you know, coach or something. We, it's not something that we can always blame it on them. We have always had a good uh, cricket setup. We have always had good facilities and 
um i'm pretty sure that they also know that the the mental aspect of uh, the game it's not only about you know the uh, what skill set you bring in but it's also about keeping the environment calm and um, i'm sure ravi shastri must have uh, really like is like has set the bar for it so it's all all about keeping the environment calm and um, uh, keeping the players relaxed keeping them in the right mental frame of uh, mind right i mean you're telling me off air about the disappointment that we as indian cricket mm-hmm. fans face when uh, india yeah, falls yeah. somehow at the last hurdle would you like see, to it's all about it's Go all on. about see uh, one thing i can i just wanted to share is it's we can only do so much okay we can put all the efforts but it's ultimately sometimes we just have to put our hands up and say the opposition were a little better than us in at certain stages of the game at crucial stages of the game it can be final most or semi final we can just have we just have to say that the opposition were better at uh, at during those uh, games knockout games that we lost hmm. is it is it some sort of a mental thing simply because see when we get into a position where in this world cup people were saying things like it's india's hmm. world cup to lose which they went and duly lost but i mean they were peaking one 10 games in a row everything was falling in place hmm. but then what makes australia such a more um tough team in the finals i mean if you know it's it's an armchair critics perspective I'm, i know we are not professional sports uh, psychologists or anything right. but what do you think makes uh, the difference between australia and other teams when they fight play in knockout games um australia is i don't know it's they are really um, they are just blessed i think it's i think it's just the setup or maybe the the kind of mindset that they put into their into their players um i just wanted to talk specifically about this world cup i think uh, when they were down two ga- two nil two uh, games in the start um mm. they were sort of like okay what is happening what is going on right now because we they they we all expected them to perform well they, uh, because they know the conditions so, so uh, because of the because of ipl and so um one thing it just clicked when when it clicks for them they they are just on a roll they can they can just demolish every other opposition whatever whoever comes along in their way it's it's their mindset that we we have won one we have won this game then we can just keep winning one more and so on and so forth um and i don't know i their uh, setup their entire thing and even even i remember ashwin had said something about the Uh, about the conditions of the game uh, about the conditions before get getting into the finals they wanted to bowl first because they were sort of um, aware of uh, aware of how the pitch and uh, the conditions would play so um, they were just smart i think they were just really and if you see rohit sharma wanted to bat first um, mm. so it was sort of we can see that who had a better um, understanding of the of everything of that particular finals if you are talking about Uh, and even in the finals when they played um if you see they were they, like we were doing well in the first 10 overs we we just felt like i just felt like we were a little slightly overconfident um i also put it put out a tweet um like around when we beat england or i don't remember when uh, i said that i think it would be better if we just lose one game so that mm. you know we can just be grounded we can we, uh, it i mean not this won't obviously work uh, like it, you look at australia's team in 2003 and 2007 they they were just on a winning streak mm. um but when it comes to india we have this sort of um, i don't know we have this kind of a phobia where we can just get into a shell and maybe one wrong step and we have seen that how bad our luck is in the uh, in such games when we lose it's mostly because of some no ball happens or some wrong decision and once that wrong decision happens mm. it we, we are just going downhill since then so over here in the the wrong decision was um and i feel that i think a lot, i i may get criticized when i say this but yeah definitely it has to be that rohit sharma's um that when he hit a six and then when he hit a four obviously any person would be like okay i think we can we can just still we can just take this over out yeah I, i can understand it was the last over of the power play and we had to like sort of um, get the most out of it but um, i think that was sort of sort of the turning point itself and even if, even if you see the catch that i think travis had took it I, if i'm uh, yeah yeah, yeah it was travis had took a crazy catch 
so it was it since then it was all just downhill and um, virat kohli can only do so much we, uh, we cannot always rely on him like obviously we have relied on him but uh, there will come a time when he won't also uh, perform as 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 much as we would have liked to so yeah i think that mm. australia are just blessed all i can say is that australia are a really blessed team well they are blessed but they also i think turn up at the right time i mean it's it's, it's as if you know uh, the one team that as a india fan i was afraid of or would be worried of to face in the final were australia and that's what happened yeah. in the end but that's okay i mean we've been the previous episodes also unpacked it a bit more even by even but you had it right i would say when you said you know that dismissal of rohit sharma was the sort of uh, big change and from then it became an issue but all right uh, we'll park the world cup final on the side but look uh, when you look at the bilateral t20s that are going on right i mean Correct. we've spoken yeah. so much about industrial it makes sense we just speak about this as well so um, are you happy with surya's captaincy do you see that now he's also been you know named the captain for the t20a series in south africa what do you think of his captaincy so far uh, too early to judge as of uh, as of now um because um, it's i have not seen much of uh, how he sets up the field and you know there are, there are times when he can also like he, he can also be put under pressure like in the last game we saw um how he was like he, how he had to sort of uh, tell the bowlers as well that about keeping the lens correct and sort of the bowlers also did not uh, were, uh, were not able to execute it correctly um still early to say because um, surya kumar yadav mm. is a, a wonderful t- obviously we all know he's a good batter but um as a captain i am yet to see that that kind of what we say as uh, i am yet to see that spark in him that does not mean that he is not he is not a captaincy material um we'll see i'm sure he must have taken a lot of cues from rohit sharma as well um so it's yet i'm yet to find out how he performs time will tell well indeed this guy um first of all when it comes to his own performance you would be very surprised to see is the same guy nearly you know mm-hmm. similar sort of a situation 20 overs to bat he can do it very well when it comes to a t20 yeah. maybe it's just a mindset thing also when it comes to captaincy well th- when things are going good you have plans in place things are just happening according to your plan then is really not the time when you your captaincy comes to the fore for me it's when what happened in the 3028 the end of 3028 right so if you just look at the two games together mm-hmm. india batted first made 235 in the second t20a yashasvi jaiswal i mean everybody the top 3 did a wonderful job 4 and 5 rinku singh also finished very strong right so that right. basically right. meant at 210 became 235 right and yeah. um yeah. there were some problems with australia but they never gave up and in spite of nine being nine down for 155 they kept hitting matthew wade the skipper who's who's probably in all reality playing potentially one of his last international series mm-hmm. he's been yes. a stand in skipper he knows it half the team he is uh, sort of having with him are players who are giving you know rest to the main test uh, playing um, 11 so that they can you know gear up for the tests and the, their season that starts right so when you when you think like that still it's the attitude i think it's all about that so they kept punching they kept hitting um arshdeep prasid krishna have been costly throughout it was usually akshar patel and mukesh kumar in the first t20i but mostly the spinners who've done well for india right it's been a high scoring t20 and second yes. one we got away with it they came to 191 but you know tim david and marcus stoinis did their bit maxwell couldn't get going in the second t20a but in the third t20a finally belatedly maxwell got going in spite of making mm-hmm. 222 which was again um, you could call it again a brain fade from the skipper on the other side where uh, wade gave uh, maxwell the last over of the innings and maxwell ended up mm-hmm. considering 30 runs which was which you know which made another 205 208 to 222 correct but look what happened Correct. on the flip side so when the same pressure came back the other side our bowlers couldn't execute i mean arshdeep went for a lot of runs prasid krishna we don't even have to talk what happened in the last over but yes. giving the last over to prasid krishna was the right move because in the over before that he had considered only six runs even though he had had a terrible day it looked like he would finish strong and 22 23 runs you would back any bowler in the team to defend that right but then correct maxwell another 100 two you know contrasting one double 100 and 100 over like two week period where he showed how special yeah. he is 
See, I think that's what that's what his specialty is. I, uh, one thing I'm, which I'm very impressed with Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Um, you can talk about his power hitting. You can talk about his uh, those kind of uh, shots, whatever that he plays up on uh, square leg and on the even the reverse uh, sweep and all. Mm-hmm. I think he's just good at you know putting fear on the uh, on the opposition bowlers. Um, it's because once he gets into that, once he gets into that rhythm. No one can stop him. I think only Jasprit Bumrah, I, I feel that can can come close to uh, you know sort of uh, stopping him because he has removed him in the past, and I've seen the way he has sort of he uh, he gets dismissed by his slow, slower ones. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I just feel that I I don't think so. Any bowler can stop him um, when he's when he's in that flow, and it's only he himself who can get uh, get himself out. Because once he puts that fear into the opposition bowlers, it's all over. It's game. You saw that Prasid Krishna also didn't execute the plans. I mean, I did not see right. wide yorkers, right? And yeah. they kept themselves in the game in spite of requiring 22. I mean, last two overs, India happened to concede like 42, 43 runs. It started with um, Axar Patel, who was very parsimonious, going for a lot of runs all of a sudden, right? So. in this case surya probably did the right thing trying to bowl avesh khan out trying to put arshdeep singh in a position where they would actually dismiss a few batters tim david was dismissed cheaply marcus toynis was removed at the right time but wade was still there i mean he kept maxwell company and hit the occasional boundary in such a way but i think it's this thought process in the end it i mean for a person like maxwell it can be all or nothing we know that right yes but then when it's all it's the it's just all no matter what the conditions that's that's he shown us twice um in these two weeks period in the world cup once and now in this t20 are we witnessing a very special player i mean we whom about whom we'll talk over the years yeah, um see maxwell always had that uh, ability to play such kind of knocks we can uh, i don't want i don't i, I was about to say ab devils type knock but i don't i don't like to compare that kind of uh, comp- i don't like to do that kind of comparison but maxwell has all he he always had this ability to you know demolish the opposition like whenever he comes out to bat mm. um i remember in 2019 we had a t20 series just before the ipl um and over there as well he sort of played a really blinder of a knock i think he got a good 70 or 80 and uh, won the won australia the game um yeah we had we know that he can he can also play those kind of uh, you know uh, some he can he can uh, get out early as well by playing be a little too over confident and try to get get into the going right away but that's how his game is and um maxwell is just outstanding and this is i think this is like the peak maxwell that we are seeing obviously um mm-hmm. can't wait to see i i am not sure how how many years he still has left because um he's like what around 30 35 i don't i don't remember 34, exactly 34 i think 34 mm-hmm. um, 35 i wish right. to see Yes, um, I I just I I would love to see more couple of more years because I'm a big big I've like I'm a big big fan of Maxwell now, um, because earlier what what used to happen was like yeah I used to play these knocks and like I said seventies used to get those seventies and um, such kind of knocks but they were very rare like if you see they were like it comes once in a couple of matches or something like that. Mm-hmm. um but when you show consistency when you when when you show consistency that you, you can always whenever you go out to bat you can always give your best and you can always sort of sort of um uh, get those runs that the team needs um once you get once maxwell got into that mode like in the last couple of weeks we have been seeing that special player i and i have al- already tweeted this uh, before as well i would like to tweet this i would like to say this again he is he is an alien because uh he's he's some he's someone who's like out of this world he can really um just love watching him back well i mean we chalk it down to that genius i suppose i mean no matter what you say and do it was going to be his day and he completed uh, with a 100 uh they win the chase so and he had uh, his keeper supporting him as well that that partnership really took the wind out of india's sails as well as they had bold and everything else that final nearly 90 runs 91 run partnership that's that's quite something when I mean, you don't you don't see it often and uh, gaikwad had himself played a wonderful innings showing you know yeah. what what he's capable of as long as you know he's given a little bit of a run he's also very young 
you know 26 is still very young he can still have yeah. a long and a fruitful career for india between him yashasvi jaiswal gill kishan you see potentially the future of indian batting is safe even in the longer format and tilak verma as well right so these are the people who can also sort of keep the torch of uh, indian batsmanship going yes india itself uh, india themselves put up a real masterclass so surya kumar and gaikwad set it up but then gaikwad suddenly accelerated after that and tilak verma was just a bystander as you know gaikwad ran away with it and it was not going to be an easy chase except for a genius innings by maxwell how do you see the rest mm, of the series yeah. go the rest of the series um I, I would like to uh, like. I would personally like one game where we can see a bit of a low-scoring game. All if you see all the games have been mostly over two hundred. Mm. Um, but I'm a like. I would like to see a bit of Tilak Verma. I I sort of I've been following his game for Mumbai Indians. Um, like his like his game so far. Like like. Uh, first of all, I like left-handers. First, uh, that's we sort of have those in co- uh, very like in short uh, supply. So. Um, Tilak Verma is some someone I'm really looking forward to. Ruturaj Gaikwad, like you said, has been really. Um, he's, he, uh, he, I think he was 22 of 22. If I don't, uh, was he in that in this game? Something like that. Yeah, he was around that uh, time. Yeah. He was run a ball. You're right. Yeah, uh, I mean, from there to get to 123 or 57 balls, I think that's that's fabulous. And um, again, this is all thanks to the uh, thanks to our um, domestic circuit and IPL as well. he's got good exposure and um, i think now it's his time to shine and uh, again india has to look forward to these uh, they have to keep giving these guy, uh, these players more chances um, because once they get used to playing under um, and under important matches and when i say important matches it's not just ipl it's not just those kind of matches it's also for india's matches against like this for example australia and or even england uh or south africa or any any other team nowadays you cannot call any team a minor team right now mm. so um just have to give them a more as much as many chances as possible uh yes as you as well again fabulous he's a good he's a good prospect for us as well um we are in good hands the rest of the series i just hope that i get to see more of tilak verma uh i hope i hope ravi bishnu keeps delivering because i i'm sort of becoming a big fan of him as well mm-hmm. uh, slowly um i am i'm just checking out which are the squad the other players that can perform i think shivam dubey can come in but i think the play, uh, players are doing well and anyways we can maybe look to um, um we can just give sort of someone a rest and maybe try to give shivam dubey but anyways mm. i think um, this is something that i would like to see tilak verma and um ravi bishnoi right uh, we'll probably get to it a bit later bishnoi seems to have pipped yashwendra uh, chahal again when it comes to the squad for south africa but yeah. we'll probably get to it shortly yeah indeed this is sort of also a very young indian squad and you get to see what what they are capable of as well that's very nice to see yeah it's going to be an interesting series but i think it's going to remain a high scoring affair i don't think it's going to change mm-hmm. much right from yeah, that raipur and bengaluru if you see raipur is also uh, yes bengaluru is we all know it's going to be a 250 game mm. but yeah let's see right so now from that if we move on to the other international cricket the test match between new zealand and bangladesh have you had a chance to follow it um i've not had a chance to follow it properly i'm, I'm keeping a good track on the scores uh, i think kane williamson scored a century and he has pretty much recovered from his whatever injuries that he has been having and um, i think i just wanted to add when when we were coming to new zealand versus bangladesh mm-hmm. um we just had a world cup right a week ago was it like a week ago felt 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 like a week ago indeed <laughs> uh, i think i'm very uh, surprised with the fact that we have like there is no gap um like i'm aware that okay we have too much of cricket coming we have to sort of get get into the rolling but i think the one request that i would like to have from to icc as well at least keep a minimum of 15 days of gap for these people because like can you imagine they have they have played world cup and they have sort of uh, they, they even had some preparations before coming they some people have played asia cup mm-hmm. uh, australia and south africa there was a series uh, before the world cup um england were playing a game against ireland i guess so 
when you're playing so much of cricket i just wish that we could see some rest but again that is something which uh, can be discussed later on we can write a whole blog on it mm. um, but talking about new zealand versus bangladesh again williamson has been a good um, player for uh, he has been playing good for new, uh, new zealand mm-hmm. bangladesh have been really ba- uh, batting well under uh, like shantu has just got a century as well right uh, it's going it's getting a good uh, it's becoming an interesting game they have just lost three wickets for 212 i think they can easily if they can get somewhere around um, another 100 runs without losing many wickets i think they can think of themselves as as some uh, they can like relax a little but this new zealand team i don't think so even for, if you score if you score 400 also um not go, i'm not sure i i think if you can relax because new zealand team are always um, cannot un- underestimate them ever correct first of all you're right when you say that i mean ken williamson got 100 of his own and new zealand in spite of losing wickets they kept punching even saudi and uh, jamison made some runs at the end right that basically meant mm. they got a lead i mean what could have been a 30 40 run lead that they would have conceded they turned it around and they took the lead themselves so that's the first amazing thing so from that point on um, it was going to be a one inning shootout right and the pitch mm. had not deteriorated so much that um, it would be very surprising that if bangladesh collapsed because there was some turn there was sharp turn but it was not unpredictable turn it was always good sharp turn i mean when you look at the wickets that fell in the second innings of bangladesh i think there was one lbw in which the ball turned sharply it was just the 12th ball, 12th over of the innings but the ball turned really sharply and uh, i think uh, the batsman was trapped in front the opener right so from that no, point on yeah. exactly so from that point on you know there is a chance that this is going to be a good solid test match which might go into the fifth day and bangladesh yes. i mean they are the home team and they already have now a lead of 205 at the end of third day with seven wickets in hand so even though this sort of the first inning sort of finished at dead heat sort of uh, scores i think it's going to be a tough one for new zealand going from here simply because if even a target of 300 plus is not going to be easy it's the fourth innings of a test the pitches start going to uh, you know behave a little off or a little oddly from the fourth day afternoon onwards and that is potentially when new zealand will come to bat this is going to be a tough yeah. one but you you can't write it past new zealand you're right you will never write it past this new zealand team uh, they showed yeah. a lot of maturity and what i'm missing in bangladesh really is a little bit of penetrativeness when it comes to their fast bowling and also slow bowlers i mean mominul haq took 3 for 4 complete complete uh, part timer he's i think the he's taken 10 wickets internationally and all, i think seven of them were against new zealand in tests or something like that right so that's the one thing i'm still missing when it comes to new zealand uh, for uh, bangladesh bowling but i think last innings they may just have the high scoring pressure that they can put back on new zealand and uh, you know win the game because like devon conway or somebody tom latham one of these two will need to bat through ken williamson will do his yeah. bit you have uh, and then the next important players for me will be between nichols and mitchell it will have to be done by the top 5 or 6 the moment 5 or 6 wickets are lost then you can imagine uh, so new zealand uh, will be in a bit of trouble uh, tom latham tom latham has to perform i i feel that he is sort of missed out on the world cup mm. um i think he's going to be a key and i feel that i don't know i'm getting a feeling uh, as we speak that he might he might perform uh, conway i am not pretty sure i'm still not sure about uh, how he'll be playing because i'm i've i've seen more of uh, the t20 batting and lesser of him in the test arena mm-hmm. uh, i'm i'm much i'm much uh, aware of how tom latham has been playing so uh, if if even if conway loses his wicket i think latham and williamson is these two are the really important players that bangladesh would uh, at least like to have one of these two and if they have one of these two then it's uh, again it's all up depending on daryl mitchell as again he's also one player that has um, really shown his uh, uh, his abilities as a batter um, even if you see in the semi finals i think he played a really outstanding knock even in the league stages as well he, uh, he smashed a he smashed a century in that game as well mm-hmm. um but again coming back to the test arena i think daryl mitchell as uh, will always will definitely be a key um i would like to see ish sodhi more because i think he missed out on the uh, on the 
bowling front right i mm-hmm. you mean the world cup yes he was not seen much with i mean yeah. you have like uh, people like mark chapman or rachin ravindra sort of uh, bowling those part time overs so they they did not need so the end in the one or two games that he got a chance he didn't really do all that well as well is so the someone i'll i'll be looking forward to i hope i hope he does better because i'm i've seen a lot of him even when india toured new zealand uh, sorry new zealand toured india uh, in 2016 i remember um, like i i saw his bowling and i really thought that he can he can he can do much better than what he already has done so far um but adas patel i'm i'm again he's he's going to be a key for when you when you say you're saying uh, that there is turn there's a bit of turn so um, he'll be a key and he'll try to obviously get the uh, get a few wickets at least he'll try to get mushfiqur rahim and if he gets that i think they can look to restrict uh, bangladesh for maybe around 350 300 and uh, uh, they'll see, try to see where they can go from there all right it's going to be a tough one indeed so it's all in the all up for play in the first session in the fourth day if new zealand cannot make regular inroads and let's say even if bangladesh were to put up another 50 runs before they lose a wicket or two uh, it'll good it's going to be really tough for new zealand from that point on let's see how it goes yes so those were the two international uh, let's say the top tier uh, games now if you were to look at the ongoing africa regional qualifier 2023 for the world cup right which ended today were you able to follow yes. this any surprises there in the results for you um i was I'm, i was not able to follow it properly but i just saw that uganda has um, qualified right for the t20 world cup correct uganda and namibia uganda and namibia right so um, again it's always good to see um, teams from this uh, side of the world and come and qualify so they, see ultimately it's all, all about them getting the exposure to the big uh, formats and also it's good for the cricket as well because um, if you see more of these teams coming and getting the exposure like we saw for netherlands uh, i remember some peop- uh, some players were selling um, like they were a part of uh, a food delivery uh, this Correct. so it's really good for it's it's sort of good for them to you know get this exposure and um, play in uh, play against the likes of uh, kohli and um, steve smith and ben stokes and all these all these players from different different sides of the world who have done well in the you know so again it's a, it's a good thing i have not been following much about the qualifiers uh, but uh, it's good to see these players coming up and we can see some good players coming out of this of this tournament so let's see how it goes look zimbabwe who uh, have previously been the fancy team out of southern africa along with right. south africa right so zimbabwe yeah. is the one that missed out so there were only two qualifiers and it was namibia and uganda but mm. if you look at the if you look at the overall results right so zimbabwe lost to both uganda and namibia and that meant you know in the final table standings those were the only two losses they had so it was a clear shootout there between those three teams as to who would be the uh, top two teams and zimbabwe finished third because they lost to both and uganda lost only to namibia namibia remained unbeaten kenya showed they have come a long way and that they yeah. are making strides back up at the top level and they can be counted maybe in a year or so but for now it's very clear that there is a change in the top level guard in uh, southern africa where well south africa will remain the premier team but namibia and uganda seem to have uh, you know made a progress enough that they have seem to have left zimbabwe behind and zimbabwe also failed to qualify for the t20a world cup uh, sorry the 50 or world cup this year right so yeah, that means yeah. there is a definite change in uh, change of guard uh, this was in spite of you know some of best best all round performances you can see in a tournament put uh, together by zimbabwean uh, skipper sikandar raza who is one of my favorite international cricketers by the way correct it yeah. was a real um, real pity to see that in spite of his such good performances zimbabwe could not put together the rest of the zimbabwean team really could not put together what was required because if you look at the two games today right so zimbabwe played kenya and then Uh, it was going to be rwanda versus uganda and that was going to be a mino bashing frankly in rwanda were 65 all out and uganda by winning making 66 for one qualified they sealed that last spot right even while zimbabwean mm-hmm. game was going on zimbabwe beat kenya comfortably but look i would say sikandar raza was comfortably the man of the series 
because he took both wickets and scored a lot of runs for his team but then the rest of zimbabwean team had to stand up and perform i mean uh, they made some changes to the batting order people like sean williams did not have a good tournament except for today luke jongwe ran ball clive madande blessing musarabani mm-hmm. wesley madhavere specifically so these are all people who've been in and around of the highest level correct but they correct. had to stand up and be counted because when the time comes if we don't perform the rest doesn't matter right because yes. um it's like what we spoke about uh, maxwell he stands up and he does something incredible i mean in this case is probably something incredible was not required something normal was enough and that they couldn't do when they lost to um namibia and when they lost to uganda you saw at least in the uganda game it was both games were one sided i mean you saw that the team that was deservedly winning was uganda and the team that was deservedly winning was namibia there was no i mean at least the coach of zimbabwe dave horton was very very disappointed by how you know zimbabwe lost to namibia this was the first game they played by the way in that series and that already caused them enough trouble because then they did not have any chance to put even a single foot wrong because having lost to at such it's a three team shootout and you lost to one of them already that means you cannot mm-hmm. afford to lose any more but then again batting first they couldn't make more than 136 in the game against rwanda uh, sorry uganda that was the problem and in spite of sikandar raza performing the rest of the top order did nothing else the top six right they also did a lot of up and down with the batting order i don't know what was the thought process there people kept changing innocent kaya who batted uh, opening in the first uh, set of games now batted at 6 sikandar raza opened shawn williams remained at 3 i don't know what was going on but all that changes apart you have to give your bowlers something to defend right at least 150 at least 180 so that we didn't see and that's what cost them the spot in the you know um, at the end of the day in the world cup next year so the question really is what we need to ask ourselves as cricket fans where is the zimbabwe team going from here are they going to fall back into the ranks of also ranks like kenya did and other things or do we see zimbabwe coming back bouncing back See, like you said there are certain players at um, for zimbabwe like uh, sean williams ryan burl mm. uh, madhavere i think madhavere i remember he played a good knock again against uh, pakistan in last year uh, in t20 world cup i don't remember exactly but i i'm i'm sort of familiar with these names and um, like you said if only sikandar raza can if only sikandar raza keeps performing and if there is no one to back him up Mm-hmm. I, I'm, i'm not sure if uh, that sets a good thing because see ultimately it's a team sport obviously we all we are we are all aware of that um if only one player steps up i think obviously the other players will be motivated ki, to see their own captain doing uh, performing so well um mm-hmm. let's see let's see which is only only time will say uh, how how these players take it as well and um, they have to ultimately it's all up to their own potential and whether they can deliver at such a st- on on the given day um again i think it's also based on it's also uh, important that how the other boards um like for example bcci or even south african board how they sort of manage these uh, people as well these teams as well sort of support them and help them help the cricket grow as well so i think that would that would really help uh, help the other teams as well the associate nations and ultimately the cricket will only benefit out in the end let's see how zimbabwe performs it's a altruistic and a very uh, you know positive outlook you just projected when it comes to scheduling but look it's 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 all about the bottom line these days isn't it how much uh, you can earn when playing against what team uh, teams like zimbabwe teams like uh, netherlands even though they play well bilaterally um they need the exposure netherlands showed what they can do in the world cup as well right so what would netherlands be able to achieve if they were to get continuous exposure three or four guaranteed series every year bilaterals and so on it's very tough mm. to predict that but the point is it has to be made that way so it's sort of a what do you call it a prophecy that comes true by you know just uttering it so if you get a chance to play in a bilateral tournament you have to get those results as well that will make it very interesting because if you play a bigger team and you beat them once or twice in a bilateral then that means that basically generates the revenue that means they'll come back to play you again next year something like this so it's it's not a black and white thing but at the end of the day um you have to make it happen in such a way that 
the teams that are playing in the second tier have no other opportunity but to you know make every opportunity count they have no other option they have to make it count so it's it's a tough it's a tough position to be in uh, but you don't have any excuse that's the only way to make it work and if you make it worth the while of these bigger teams they will come and play you because at the end of the day if it becomes a good contest that means it's generating the revenue that these bigger teams are looking for and that means they'll also come play you that's the whole way to go about it so that means it's all re- driven by the ground result at the end of the day right so well at least first of all we would like to congratulate namibia and uganda both of whom yeah. will be playing a t20a world cup um, i think at least uganda will be playing a t20a world cup for the first time and namibia will be coming back to play the t20a world cup so congratulations to both of them and we wish to see a lot of them in the upcoming years as well at the world stage and both of them have shown they have the capacity and they have the you know the talent to belong at the top tier so long may it be that we see these teams also playing at the top tier and playing in world tournaments now did you get a chance to see the uh, indian team selection that's been brought out so just hours before we started this podcast we saw that the indian team for the multi format uh, tour of south africa have been uh, has been released yes. you can see that you know first of all dravid was confirmed as the coach but also they have released a very interesting squad surya kumar has been made the captain of t20a rahul the captain of odis kohli has asked to yes. be rested for the um, you know the white ball series but most yes. interesting when you look at the squads uh, india have chosen bumra rahul and shreyas back in the test squad while rahane has been left out so what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on the let's start with the test squad what are your thoughts on this rahane uh, missing out is a big big news because uh, that just shows that where the indian team is uh, heading towards when it comes to ajinkya rahane um rahane is some is one player that i just feel that i don't know i feel i have very mixed review uh, mixed views on him because um uh, i've seen i've seen his batting i've been a uh, i've been his fan since the time he toured england uh, in uh, 2011 but this is the t20 side i remember he he sort of came into the t20 arena and mm-hmm. he sort of showed his uh, skills with the bat and uh, since then sort of we, we realized that okay he's a, he's more uh, he's better suited for the test arena as compared to the other um, formats of the game he has performed if the one thing that i really, that is really impressed me for me personally has is that he has performed in in uh, when it comes when it, whether it comes to touring australia or whether it comes to touring south africa there are times where he, india have looked up to him and he has delivered uh, yeah. i remember he uh, him stitching up a brilliant partnership with virat kohli and uh, against australia and that was i felt like we are in good hands because if virat, virat we know virat kohli will obviously always perform in the uh, in the test and um, if we have guys like these middle order players who can like step up and give support to virat and if that happens we can really get those important runs that we are looking forward in the we are looking we are looking to get in the in the middle uh, stages once the top order sort of uh, fails to deliver rahane missing out is a big news for me obviously and even you can see pujara is also out so right. that is that is pujara being out is even more um, heartbreaking for me chiteshwar pujara is my favorite player and i think it was it um, michael holding who said that uh, about chitashar pujara's game because i remember that some some commentator had said that the way chitashar pujara bats is the way how a test cricketer in the current generation must bat he mm. has shown he has shown time and again how to bat under certain conditions um obviously we know that he is not he is not going to be he is not going to play like a rishabh pant or virat kohli he is trying going to get those um he is going to p- keep putting those bad the good uh, the bad balls basically away to the uh, to the fence um he he targets only those particular balls that he is fully sure of that he is going to get it and going to get it for uh, boundary there is absolutely no risk involved in any of the cricketing shots that he plays that is something which i really like if you if you have guys who can like get 20 or uh, 20 runs and that's still okay but if you get it in those whatever it's 70 balls or 80 balls 
I am still happy, somewhat happy because uh, I'll tell you why I am happy. Because nowadays we are seeing players barely even getting to that 70-80 balls. Um, mm. And if we have someone like Chitashwar Pujara, specifically, especially uh, in the in the overseas uh, format, in the, when we are touring, um, right. it just it just demoralizes the opposition as well because they also know that okay. They have to earn themselves to get Chitish, someone like Chiteshwar Pujara out. So that battle, that contest is not there. So Chiteshwar Pujara, Ajinkya Rane, it's a big miss. Now um, I'm seeing that Rituraj and Jaiswal is sort of in, as they have been included in the squad. Um, Jaiswal and Rituraj Gaikwad again. They I have always seen him seen these two players as uh, test players. Uh, sorry, T20 players and not much as a uh, as a Test area of test players, so I am not sure how they'll perform. Mm-hmm. Um, only time will say how how. Let's see how they can go. Indeed, that was the main point. We don't have uh, Rahane and Pujara. Instead, Ruturaj Gaikwad, Ishan Kishan, uh, and then of course Shreyas Iyer and Rahul have come back, right? So basically, this is the way you see the batting of Indian Test cricket going forward. Shubhan Gill at three, and. Um, Look, the way uh, Yashasvi Jaiswal batted, right? You know that he made a room for himself. You have Captain Rohit Sharma taking his place right at the top with him. Then 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 are more or less settled if Shreyas Iyer comes back. Then comes the next important question. Who would be a keeper? Would it be Bharat or would it be Rahul? And I also felt Bharat didn't do enough with the opportunity he got. That means Rahul comes back and he is automatically also potentially your keeper. I don't know if it's a good idea to keep uh, give Rahul full-time gloves in the test arena. But uh, then it's going to be a question whether Ishan Kishan or Rahul will play at number six for me. Because they usually go with a five uh, bowler strategy and then you'll have two spinners and three fast bowlers with Shardul Thakur, Mukesh Kumar, uh, Siraj, Shami, Bumra and Prasid Krishna being chosen. So first thing, Prasid Krishna is in uh, two uh, of the three squads. So he's in the both of the longer, longer squads. But the other thing you see uh, they have made some changes also for the four-day matches where some of the incumbents whom you may want to see in the coming year, Sarfraz Khan, Vidvat Kaverappa, Tushar Deshpande, Prasid Krishna, all of these people will also stay back and play in the four-day matches for India A. Abhimanyu Ishwaran right. has been given the captaincy, Sai Sudarshan, Devadat Padikkal. That's a very good thing. People like Sarfraz Khan touring, right? And Rutraj Gaikwad will also play in the second uh, four-day match. So they are keeping the squads. Washington Sundar is there. Vidwat Kaverappa has been given another chance. Kuldeep Yadav also is in the second four-day squad. So they are trying to see how, you know, going forward in foreign conditions, what sort of a squad that they'll be able to pick, right? So that's going to be very interesting for me. Now, if you were to look at the ODI squad, India ODI squad, again, Ruturaj Gaikwad and Rajat Patidar is the other name. And of yeah. course, the more talked about name, Sanju Samson. Has been included. Yeah. Sai Sudarshan, Rinku Singh, both sort of more T20 players you may think, but have been given a chance into this uh, squad. Aksar Patel, Tilak Verma, and Washington Sundar are the all-rounders. Again, very surprising, right? They are trying a few things here because they are sort of almost trying some of the bowlers you may want to see in the next level of longer format cricket. Arshdeep Singh, Avesh Khan, um, Deepak Chahar, Kuldeep Yadav, Mukesh Kumar, and Yuzvendra Chahal finally gets a chance in the ODIs. So. It's very mm-hmm. interesting to see that they have gone with a completely new look ODI squad. No, Sh- no Rohit Sharma, no Kohli, right? None of those big yeah. names. So KL Rahul will be the captain of a very experimental squad. I'll call it that. Your thoughts on this? So um, I, obviously they're looking for the 20, 2027. They're eyeing that World Cup right now. Um, it's good to see Chahal back in the ODI arena. I'm specifically interested in how Ruturaj Gaikwad, again, big fan of him and the way he has played in the IPL and even right now he's playing. He has shown the, uh, that he has the skill set and he has the ability to perform in the 50 overs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to Tilak Verma as well because he's he's a, he's all, again, like I said, uh, I've been watching his game in the for Mumbai Indians and impressed with the way he has played. I'm really looking forward to that player and then we have also Mukesh Kumar and Avesh Khan. Avesh Khan is also one player that, that has impressed me. He, he has a good pace and if he can get the correct lens, I think he can get the get the team to the 
deliver for the team and uh, perform well for them um deepak chahar i am not pretty sure about deepak chahar because uh, he, i have not seen how he has performed and even if you see for csk he has done a decent job for the uh, opening because he has that swing and he has that um thing going on for him um but like i said avesh khan ruturaj gaikwad these players are some uh, some these are the players that i am looking forward to sanju samson like you said yes that is a big thing and um, he has to this is this is the this is his time that he has to now get get those uh, get the eye of the selectors because um, this is the peak time and this is if not now then i don't think so he'll he'll get any more further chances and specifically in the big stages sanju mm-hmm. samson is always one of the players that we are always looking forward to rinku singh again rinku singh has been del- delivering well in the uh, t20s when, uh, we have seen him we have seen how he has performed he has the ability to get those quick runs let's see let's see how this squad plays i think kl as a, under the uh, leadership of kl rahul i i am just hoping that he does not like i have seen i have seen kl rahul's performance i have seen the way he bats for ipl teams i've seen the way he has demolished the opposition bowlers uh, with those uh, with those kind of that flick shots that he gets to uh, hit it towards a deep square leg mm. um, those flick shots i am a big fan of him and if he can get those kind of rhythm going get those kind of like I, even we saw the same that that same kl rahul until the finals of the world cup Mm. we saw how he has performed in the finals well i think he also was good in the final by the way he would have picked up a little bit i mean it was not going to be a 320 sort of a uh, pitch anyway i think 280 they would have gotten if kohli and rahul had batted longer i felt definitely okay we can say that kl rahul has d- did a he played a good knock decent knock but um, the issue with him is that he gets into he gets under this shell and um, once he gets into that sort of defensive mode it's very tough for him to get into that attacking uh, kind of display that we are so used to mm-hmm. so um, i am i am just i just hope that we see that kind of uh, player more i am personally looking for for that attacking kind of a, kind of a kl rahul rather than the defensive version of got yeah kl rahul but i think we will get to see the defensive version Mm. um because uh, the captaincy it's it's he's he'll be the captain um not saying that he can he's not a ba- uh, bad captain but um captaincy makes you do certain um, like it, it brings pressure to to you as a batter it, and it it can uh, bring pressure to you as a batter as well um like we we have seen virat kohli and rohit sharma handle that pressure decently we saw how they have performed and as a captain and um i i did not see that captaincy uh, affecting their batting um i just hope that we do not see that captaincy affecting kl rahul's batting well we'll figure that out but again hmm. a very experimental and an exciting squad uh, for india in the odis when it comes to t20a surya kumar yadav uh, will be the captain you will have rituraj gaikwad ishan kishan shreyas ayer jitesh sharma as the backup keeper shubman gill and rinku singh Jadeja, Tilak Verma and Washington Sundar will be the bowlers, all-rounders. And Jadeja is also the vice-captain. And again, the fast bowling uh, has one change, Mohamed Siraj. But otherwise, you know, the bowling contingent looks pretty much the same. So again, they're sort of continuing the sort of squad they picked here for um, for the home games against Australia. You think this is still a good yeah. squad that's going to give uh, South Africa a run for their money? Mm, decent squad. and you can see that surya kumar yadav is again the captain so um, probably they are looking towards him even for the t20 world cup as well uh, and i'm not sure how that's going to pan out because we are, he's still a young captain surya kumar yadav we are still yet to see how he'll deliver under uh, pressure hmm. so um, that's something that that is yet to uh, we'll have to find out that jitesh sharma is a interesting uh, prospect because we have seen him perform in the uh, ipl as well and um, kuldeep yadav is a, is another interesting thing because um, you see him the way he has performed in the 50 overs sometimes he can get back for plenty and sometimes he can really get those uh, 
wickets that important wickets that can break partnerships in the middle so um again interesting to see deepak char as well in the in the squad so i think we have a balanced unit mm. but it's these are still young guys and um we, they have they have the ipl experience to count when when they are look, going for the uh, when they are playing the t20s it's playing for ipl is obviously different and playing for the country will be different and um, we are yet to find out how these young players perform and surya kumar yadav i failed to some uh, this is something which i failed to sort of say but uh, he gives me a very calm he has a calm personality and um, if that can if he can apply that and if if india can if the young guys can look up to him and um, uh, they can they can take that calmness and uh, let's see we can we may have a t20 trophy next year interesting interesting let's see yeah. how that follows up all right those were all the india cricket news so before we wrap up it looks like uh, women's bbl for 2023 is heading to the end stages and um, the final is going to be a very interesting affair because uh, brisbane heat women came through the eliminator and the challenger where they beat a very strong uh, you know sydney thunder and then uh, perth scorchers and in the final they will take on adelaide uh, strikers who been sort of you know the on form team so for me it's going to be a absolutely strong uh, australian contingent on both sides and that's going to be very uh, decisive i think but uh, very interesting to see how it's going to end up i don't know how much you are able to follow and do you have a prediction for the finals i have not followed much uh, on on the bbl women's uh, bbl mm-hmm. can you just let me know if harman preet kaur is still playing uh, for either of the adelaide not or anymore. brisbane not anymore not anymore she she is not there in the teams now acha acha um no. so in this yeah. case i'll give you my prediction yeah so sure. i still expect adelaide strikers to go ahead and win so brisbane heat may be coming in with some momentum but the adelaide strikers team led by talia magrath is a very well drilled team and they have a settled uh, sort of squad so i expect you know they might make the difference and they might win the trophy georgia adams is the captain right no georgia adams is not the captain talia magrath is the captain okay 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 uh, it doesn't matter but she is the leading batter though georgia adams but we'll see what she is able to do right uh those are all the topics i had in mind for this uh, episode thank you very much for your time and your thoughts jay thank you so much man yeah likewise before we let you go would you like to give a shout out uh, about any social media handles and other places where the listeners of this show could get in touch with you uh, well i have my twitter account uh, it's bhavsarj2 0 so um mostly i obviously tweet on cricket something sometimes i tweet on um Uh, on the books also that i read and sometimes it's just general uh, life based tweets so um that's my twitter account so you can if you can follow me it will be a good it will be a good thing for me as well mm. but again thank you so much for uh, having me here it was a wonderful um, had a wonderful chat covering all the events from new zealand bangladesh the test uh, department from even the world cup final loss that we had and um the future ahead we, uh, let's we can just we can only hope that um, india performs better and let's see where where they go indeed i mean look they are in a good position i mean in the recent statement put out about the teams i think jay shah the secretary of uh, bcci said something very interesting he said uh, when they were renewing rahul dravid's uh, contract also he mentioned it i think where he said you know uh, they are happy with the way the indian team is progressing there are an occasional you know blip here and there but they are the number one team in all three formats he said so that means correct, correct. in theory they are doing all right just that they need some multi turn multi team tournaments at the world stage they need some wins and that will probably seal uh, what is a golden generation of indian cricket one thing one thing i would like to add is that yeah definitely we have lost the knockouts we have lost the 2014 finals we lost the 2015 semi finals but if you see we have been the most consistent side ever we can we have been number 1 in the 2015 world cup and mm. just talking about the league stages mm-hmm. we have qualified for almost every uh, icc event and there are some some teams that have failed to even do so that's something which we we can that's the, these are the only positives that we can take and um, yeah let's we can let, let's just hope that we can cross the finishing line in the upcoming future uh, icc events and 
hoping so that we can do that in the future look uh, with the cricketing setup and the talent that's on offer not qualifying is 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 not even uh, you know something you would consider as an india cricket fan so coming beyond that you would then ask what do they need to do to win is it the mindset thing is it just that finishing push the last last 1% or 5% that is required yeah. that's mostly a mindset shift i would say rather than a talent shift or uh, anything else preparation or anything else let's see how it comes though uh, thank you very much for your time thank you so much we wish all our listeners a good day wherever they may be listening from thank you for your company and we wish to have your company again in the future episodes as well bye bye this is the armchair cricket podcast podcast network judy was boring hello then judy discovered jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes jumbacasino.com No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.